Hello, everybody. I'm Dell Shores, and I'm voted. And I'm Emerson Collins, and you're watching the Dell and Emerson Show. Woo! State talk. Real gay. Y'all, I'm so sorry. We were a couple of seconds late. Dale couldn't get his mask on. I couldn't get it to. It's it's so hard to line it up right when you're seeing yourself. You know, I don't know. Woo! The, We've been the, doing it for months, but when you got a message to communicate, the the ensemble is very important. It absolutely is. How how are you, Emerson Collins? I really haven't talked to you much. I we know. Have been doing our own thing and. Um, Traveling yeah. back, and you have I hadn't seen you in forever. I know I mean, it only here. I know, but it's all Everybody right. Come on in, we will commiserate together, share yeah. the broadcast. We have together. reached a point where we have all done everything we could possibly do. And if that is true in your heart, then we will just sit and see what happens. Unless you haven't voted, and then I don't want you to watch our show. Go, go right now if those polls aren't closed. Go. If you haven't voted and you're here in our show, I don't know what show you've been watching all these months. All right. And if you're undecided, ooh, don't get me started. That just means oh. stupid. Oh, oh, is that what it means? Yes. If you uh, are undecided today, you are stupid. You are okay. stupid. All right, we're getting a lot of people saying it's Biden and Harris Day. I hope they're right. Woo! Why did you just skip on past my stupid? Was that uncomfortable? Oh, no, no, no. I, I just because I felt like you know because I couldn't get my mask on straight. I felt a little stupid, so I didn't. I, I don't know, Emerson. I don't know. That's you know, it's been thing. it's been a crazy day. You know, I did text you and I said, "Can this day go any slower?" I have clipped my nails. I have brushed my dog's teeth. I have gone and gotten a COVID test. I mean, it's just crawling. Just uh, filled the day. I have sent 3,000 text messages, I think, today. Wow. I started well, with Biden Harris, and we were texting Arizona and Pennsylvania. Then we were texting random states, and we were, and the question was, have you voted? And then if it was yes, it was, it was do you know anyone in a swing state? Call them and check on them. I got that text. It wasn't. I, did you text me? Did you text no. me? <laughs> and then I switched to doing Jamie Harrison this afternoon. And it was, did you vote? Yes. Okay, great. Can you find three friends and make sure they also vote today? Because obviously in South Carolina, it's about the numbers. Yes. So that's how I passed the time. That's a, I, I did that, you know, last time uh, during the uh, midterms for Mike Espy. And I remember this one woman, I asked her if she'd go uh, call three friends. And she said, no, I'm not willing to do that. <laughs> oh, the responses are hilarious, even from supporters. Sometimes they're like, um, I already have. I already did. No, I can't. I literally had one say, all my friends are Republican and I voted for Biden because that's important to me, but I just cannot tell them. Oh, and I was like, I, there's like shame in voting for Biden. I feel like every time I see someone, like I saw some woman on the TV today, I sound so Southern on the TV. Uh, and she said, they asked her, they said, who did you vote for? She says, well, do I have to tell you? And uh, they, they said, no, no, you don't. She said, well, I'm not going to. And I thought, you voted for Trump. I, I just knew, you know, you just could tell there was shame. There was shame. 
So I feel yeah. like there's more shame in voting for Trump. And that's why I'm worried. I honestly well, am I, worried. I'm not because I think it's the other way around. I think there are people like that woman who live in places where normally everyone votes Republican who are just going, he, we just can't let him do this again. But I don't want to tell everyone I know because of, you know, abortion or whatever that are like secretly voting for Biden. That is my belief. That okay, well, I, there are more secret Biden voters than secret Trump voters. Well, I'm going to go with that, Emerson Collins. I'm going with your theory for the rest of this because I got to tell you, Emerson, um, I talked to Beverly D'Angelo just a little bit. I'm just like, hang on, got to pick up that name I dropped. Uh, and you know what? I, I said, Beverly, I have to ask you, you, I have to ask some advice. Do I start drinking after the Dylan Emerson show or during? And she said, oh, during. So y'all. It's like a little bit of orange juice. Some, so it's like an it's a it's a, an old fashioned modified with a little more orange juice than it should have. But I, cheers to Harris and to Biden yeah. and to all of the and to Harris son and Harrison to, and Gideon and Warnock and Ossoff and Bollier and like I have a yes. spreadsheet of the races the of the twenty races we paid it, that we talked about on the show uh, to watch also because it'll give me something to do through the evening. Um, but I want to say, hey, everybody, what we do here is the LGBTQ news and nonsense. Obviously, today it's all election all the time. We do have a couple of stories if we get to a lull that we'll share. But tell us, say hi. Tell us where you're calling from now that we're back at our normal afternoon evening time because Dell is back from Louisiana. Share the broadcast. Um, how was your trip back? Oh, stressful. Stressful. It's, there's nothing like being in a in a. Um, in a Dallas airport where people think that masks are either supposed to be like this or like this. And no. I'm like, what is that about? What is that about? I just wanted to go up to people and say, you stop it. Just fucking stop it. But I didn't, wow. I just kept my distance and I got home and I got an Uber and I felt safe at home. But I, I have to tell you, Emerson, I, I felt very compelled that I needed to go get a COVID test because there was one of my students that tested positive. Uh, I hadn't been around him. He had been um, in quarantine uh, for the last uh, like eight days. But then he tested positive three days before I left. So I thought, you know what? I've been around all these people. I've been really, really good. Y'all, I want y'all to see something. Can y'all see? the wrinkles on my fingers, they just stay like that. Like, you know how when you're in a, a kid and you're in the pool, my my fingers stay like that all the time because I am so obsessed with putting alcohol on my hands. <laughs> I mean, I go out and touch my gate outside and I put alcohol on. So I was spraying everything but the people next to me on that plane. I And the, and the, 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 the airline attendant said, oh, we've sanitized it. I said, I don't care. I don't care. And I'm just spraying and wiping. And I'm I'm like Louise Beard with a Ziploc. I have a Ziploc just full of those uh, wipes, just wiping shit down. Have you seen that video? And it was way pre-corona of Naomi, Naomi Campbell and what she does to an airplane when she gets onto it. Now, this is a world-class supermodel who was always flying first class. And this was like pre all of this. She had on her mask. She had her wipes. She showed how she gets in with her wipes and wipes down every single thing, every single surface. And that was before this. And I was like, yes, that is me. This now. was before I, COVID. So she's yes, that that a germaphobe. Oh, oh yeah. She just thinks people are gross in general. Uh, <laughs> and now it's just all of us. Oh, uh, well, 
Anyway, I feel I feel like I did all I could. That's all, and, and I feel, yo, I feel great. I I I was fatigued. I slept from like eight thirty to um this in this daylight saving times. It just fucks me up, y'all. It's like I traveled on Saturday. They changed it on Sunday. So anyway, enough of these privilege problems that I'm having. <laughs> well, we are glad that you're home. Glad that you're safe. Your students were lucky to have you. Um, hey, y'all, we're going to pay a lot more attention to comments than today. So feel free to share one, where and how you voted, what you've done through this process, and two, how you're coping for the next five hours to four days. Um, so we'll start off. Jig said, yes, first polls closing. I can see it in the background. Now, y'all, it's going to be so long till any of these numbers mean anything. So let's all breathe deep, push out. And, you know, tonight is like, tonight is, is not like a pencil dick. It's like a fist. You know, you got to well, just... You got to relax and breathe. And, and, and please realize this. This is so, so important that when you see numbers, like I'm watching Florida and it says 804,053% for Trump. But remember this, this does not count all of those votes that were our, those absentee votes and those mail-in votes. And those are many more Democrat than Republicans. So Republicans traditionally vote the day of many, many more statistically. So let's just breathe. Let's just try to breathe. And that I'm going, okay, that's good. That's good. Let's, let's well, look at the And it's also there. different from state to state. Some states start counting mail-in ballots as they come in. Some start counting them three days before. Some started counting them yesterday and some only count them today. So even state by state as they come in. Different. Hey, listen closely to what they're saying is in and breathe. David said, here in NYC, most people voted early and there were hardly any lines to vote today, at least in my area. That was really common. I will say as I was texting today, I only had two people out of probably 3000 texts that said they ha they hadn't voted. One that said he wasn't and one that said he hadn't made up his mind. And I did yeah, not I, say I, to him what I said to y'all, which is, well, at this point, that just means you're stupid. You don't know whether you're a bigot or not like today. You just discovered. That's um, crazy. Eloy said, howdy from Texas. Oh, hey, y'all. Watching y'all carefully. You know, y'all know I'm a Houston boy. So all that stuff with the Harris County drive-in voting the last three days has been bonkers. And it is and reassuring. I, Go ahead. No, and I said that I'm a Texas boy. So yeah, I've been following it closely too. We are obsessed. Been, my brother has been just on it. Uh, it who, who voted Republican many, many, many times, and he is so Biden Harris. I am so proud of him. So uh, there, that people like my brother, people, there are so many youth that are voting in Texas and and across the nation. So those are the good things that are happening. Yes. Hi, Patty. Happy Biden Harris Day. Yes, this is, Patty. This, this is a two one. Just kidding. Look at Jigs. Oh, Jigs, just. Put your face up to that computer. Just give you a little slap. Um, Hi, Todd. Although, let's be honest, today we're all part of the election coverage. We'll we get. Are, I do want to talk about Halloween in a minute because I have some fun things to share. But I want to get through the roll call. Hey, Victor and Erica. I, I also like that now that we're back later in the day, so many more people can watch us live again. Hey, Corey. Brent, as if undecided. Yeah, right, Brent. And and my my ex uh, my ex uh, good friend I should just say my good friend not my ex uh, Mark Dudek just said nice shirt Mark gave me this shirt so that's why Aww. he said that 
<laughs> but I thought it was, you know, blue. It was blue, so I chose it for for uh, go but blue. I want I don't want a blue wave. I want a tsunami, y'all. I want a blue tsunami. Um, tsunamis, I'd be like all over. Victor said I need more Xanax. Um, I'm just how people didn't sleep last night? I did, but it was real late. I just decided I'm not going to try to make myself fall asleep because that's stupid. Um, and just I'm watching a sci-fi Brazilian sci-fi show, and I watched four episodes before I went to bed. Okay, Erica I have said to I didn't text her. <laughs> okay, so Emerson, uh, Becca Shores, my daughter Rebecca Shores had helped me so much. I wanted a Biden Harris sign, and I said, "Would it be wrong to go borrow my neighbors?" Uh, just for an hour and they my daughters felt like that probably was not a great idea so rebecca said print one out put it behind you rebecca i'm out of colored ink in the computer so i just didn't have time to go to staples so i'm sorry it was a great idea darling but i didn't do it but no, you go my, my neighbor hugged a big old flag out today and i was like yeah. Well, I, you know, here's the deal, Emerson. And I, I'm glad you brought up the flag because everybody thinks the flag means you're Republican. Today I was walking because I, I, I do a hike through my neighborhood now that my foot feels better. And there's this mansion, this crazy mansion on uh, in the Hollywood Hills here. And they had two American flags and one huge Biden-Harris. And I did something on my Instagram. I said, I talked about it. I said, you know, I have so many Republican friends who have lots of money. Well, let me tell you something. These people have lots of money. They are not voting for fiscal. They are voting for social. They are voting for kindness. They are voting for good. And I, I, yeah, I, I you know, I have to say that when, when my Republican friends said, oh, well, you know, I, I support your rights, but you know, I'm gonna vote against them. Um, right. It bothers me. It bothers me. That's not a thing. You cannot be socially liberal and fiscally conservative when you vote. If you vote with your money, that's all that counts. That's, uh, that's right. Patty said, I don't know whether to cry or puke. I'm so anxious. You oh, Patty. Alone. I, if, if I don't vomit before the end of this show, we're going we're, we're gonna to be all right. Uh, so so, so drink, Patty is drinking as well. So everybody who's drinking, please. I mean, it's only, it's not even, it's just barely four o'clock here in Los Angeles. And this is not like me, but uh, y'all lift, 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 lift your glass to me if you're drinking already. Uh, Donald voted weeks ago. I did too. I got confirmation. My vote was accepted on October 13th. Brian voted. Hey, Brian. We hope that it's Biden-Harris, but the sheer numbers are daunting. And so much of that is mail ballots. Everyone's saying, be patient. We may not know the true count for several days. Here's my hope, y'all, that... The, 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 that those swing places that are, you know, if, the Georgia and Pennsylvania and Michigan, if a couple of those places go really strong, stronger than expected, it won't matter if there's lingering mail-in issues over the next couple of days. Yeah, that is my hope tonight, my too. is that it is strong enough in a few of the swing places that mean that the rest of that, as it finishes, will just pad the win, not determine it. Um, <laughs> Someone's asking me if I've smoked up yet. No, I have not. Hey, I'm, are you further down in the comments? I don't know. I can't see the ones that you're. I'm reading them up above. Yes, we're going through oh, okay. them in order. Okay, I can't uh, tell. The I know. Well, that's if you'll let me do it, I'll get through them because everybody was commenting while we're talking, and we'll get to the current ones. 
Wait, Donald said, you sound Southern. You are Southern. Well, I'm I mean, Texan, and here's the deal. A lot of Texans, I mean, I consider myself Southern, though, because I have Louisiana roots, and uh, but a lot of Texans go, oh, no, we're not Southern. Well, I think I'm Southern. I mean, my, my grandfather definitely came from the camp, but we are not the South, we are Texas. Right. That, okay. that, was like, that was like a real thing. And I was like, first of all, who cares? I mean, at the end of the day, really. But yeah. sure. He also once yelled at me for wearing my hat inside the house at a meal and I was 21 years old and I refused to take it off and I just left. I was like, well. Dee Dee, this is stupid. It's like, you can't wear a hat at the dinner table. I was like, it's a part of the outfit. And he said, I don't care. I said, I don't either. Bye. Do you oh, regret you. that? Do you regret I that? I don't. <laughs> what do you think I get? Gone. <laughs> my grandmother called me back once I was back on campus because my grandparents lived in Waco while I went to Baylor. And I said, she said, you're awfully stubborn. I said, where do you think I got it? From him. Okay, this is a good one. Ruben said, any talk on the Civil War is supposed to be happening tomorrow? I mean, <laughs> the purge. Oh my God. I, I just, I, I mean, the Democrats will win, will lose because we don't have weapons. <laughs> like a, a whole lot of the Democrats in the South do. I know, it's like that woman that told me, well, I'm a Democrat with a gun. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd have to fight with a steak knife. <laughs> like, I am not built for the Civil War. I'm not built for the apocalypse. I am not meant to be a frontline fighter. I know that I is mean, my I tell you, I needed to be, I need to be back at the place I was staying in Louisiana where I had that pitchfork that they had mounted over the refrigerator. I need a pitchfork. <laughs> That's what I need. Yeah. <laughs> The, um, I don't know, y'all, here's the thing, um, a sort of serious answer to that question. Um, the voter suppression efforts that we've seen recently, right, the extremes to which uh, conservatives in some places, Republicans are going to try to make it harder for people to vote, that goes against the entire principle of our country and the idea that we are a representative democracy where each person votes to select the representatives who enact the laws that affect all of us. Um, if it comes down to the end and we are fighting over the validity of ballots that were mailed in uh, in accordance with state directives, there are certain states where people were told as long as they mailed it by today, it would be counted, right. where people have been fighting lawsuits to say, no, if it's not here by Friday, then it doesn't matter. If those kind of things start to become an issue, then it is incumbent upon us to take advantage of our First Amendment right to assembly, to demand that the government treat those people's votes in accordance with the directions they were given by their government. Civil war, like that's bonkers. But the idea that it might be necessary to protest to ensure that all of the results of the election are respected, included, and counted, that is something we need to be prepared to do. We protested this year for Black lives, for trans lives. We have to be willing to protest for the fairness of our elections if it comes to that point. That is how very, I Good point. Very, very well stated, Emerson. Uh, I, I, I just, you know, as we say in the church, amen, amen, amen. Uh, Dennis said, I work in an essential job and cannot tell people to put on a mask or wear it correctly. The company I work for won't enforce it. That is really hard. You know, it's uh, whether it's your company, whether it's you as an employee, I go to the store and, you know, you see people and I think that person who's being paid an hourly wage shouldn't be required to be a policeman of like people's behavior. I'm sort of much more enjoying people holding each other accountable. Like if you see something, say something. 
because it isn't the job of that person who's already risking their health to like bag your groceries, to provide the service at the vital, at the pharmacy, whatever, to also be a cop. But, but wait a second. I, in the flight that I had from Alexandria to Dallas, there was a man who literally sat across from me. He was so friendly. I mean, he, I dropped my red tag for my suitcase and he told me it was down there. This is the way he came on the plane. And the airline attendant did not say anything to him. And I've seen them politely say, you need to put your mask up. I think that is appropriate. When, well, when, I also think when, airlines are different because already at how yeah, how you pay attention to flight attendants is already a legal issue. You know, the, that, the laws surrounding flight attendant directives, right? In airplanes and things are already different. So I think that one's specifically unique too. They weirdly yeah. have more power. Uh, than but, that person uh, working at Rite Aid. Let me tell you, she was real adamant about me putting my seat back up when we were landing, but did not tell him once to put his mask on. Um, also, I almost find that it's more insulting people wearing it like this than people not wearing one at all. You know, at least that person like left their house knowing, I don't care. This part, like, did you forget how they work? Yeah, this and these are, this nostril, it's like the ones that do this, you know, just put them over here. Uh, I have to tell you a funny story though, Emerson. I went, to, I went to Trader Joe's, I'll tell everybody since we're all here. I went to Trader Joe's and I, you know, over here on Vine, it's very, you know, they have the arrows and they're still very, you know, everybody's keeping their social distance. So I'm waiting uh, at the berry section, I needed some berries. And this woman decided to inspect, like she, it seemed like she was the inspector on a factory line of all the berries. She had to look at them and look really closely. Then she finally chose some, you know, some strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, put them up. So that took about five minutes, but I thought, you know what? I'm just going to be patient. I'm just going to wait for you to inspect those berries. So I went, I start to go and this woman comes in and snakes me, comes right in, right in to the berries. And I said, this is the way I handled her because I'm here and she's just right there. And I backed up and I said, Oh, don't mind me. Uh, I, I'm in the line here. I'll just let you go ahead in front of me. And she turned to me and said, thank you. And I thought, God, this is when you need a hashtag in real life. You need sarcasm. She needed to see the hashtag that said sarcasm because obviously she did not get the tone of my voice. And that's, that's, that's embarrassing for her. Your sarcasm is not subtle. It's not, it was not subtle on any level, but she got her berries and went on her way. And then I had an encounter at the eggs. Um, <laughs> Mother. Well, it wasn't an encounter. I just, these old people who, I, I mean, I go, okay, bless you, bless you, bless you. Cause they just have to look at every single egg. And, and there comes a point where you just go, I don't need eggs. I just don't need eggs. I mean, it's true. David said, unfortunately, my Republican brother will not be voting for Biden. Y'all, I know a number of people who, uh, in fact, I had a good friend we were taught who's been making calls, which is the hardest thing and the most important thing you can do for campaigns, who said, I just, my extended family, it's just really rough. And I said, look, we can all do what we can do with the people in our lives. And you can, and once you've pushed as far as you can push, there are so many other ways that you can impact the world for the causes you believe in. We do not have to carry the weight of the bigots in our family when we can't do, when we can't make that happen. you It is okay to release that. Yeah. You know? 
Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Let it go. Sing it, Emerson. Sing let it. it go. Let it go. Um, oh, well, I just got to the did anybody sleep? Let's see. Erica has slept, but didn't get much. Uh, Becca's here. Uh, Victor has a Halloween story. We're going to do Halloween in a minute, Victor. So save that. Becca, your daughter, she does. Absolutely. She flies her American flag. Yeah, she sure does. And she's a, I raised some good Democrat daughters. Some yeah, good. you did. Uh, Phil said it's always 420 somewhere. I know, um, but I have not started that, y'all. I could, I was thinking, uh, you know, when Beverly told me that it was okay to drink, that I said, and if I get messy, I'm blaming it on me. And she writes me back, please do. Uh, so I can, I, I think I can handle a, a drink. I don't think I could be, so great if I had smoked up. So, so no, that's, I have yeah, not. It's different. That's a little later. <laughs> it's like, that's when you just go, I've got to numb everything. Um, um, I do want to share. I had the most, I have one story and then y'all will we'll change topics for a little bit while we wait and do some, some stories. Um, so I've been texting for the last 10 weeks as often as I can. And, um, I did always laugh and wonder what happens if I text someone I know? because there's, it's all random, but you see people's full names. Well, now I did not get someone I know, but I was texting yesterday um, and I was texting uh, Texas, uh, which was fun and good for me. Um, and so I sent out my, you send out 300 texts and you start getting re responses. And so I text the woman and I get this response back. She says, I'm all set to volunteer in Texas already. Go Biden-Harris. So I sent to her, amazing, from one volunteer to another and a Texas boy originally, thank you for what you're doing. We're all doing this together. And then she sent me this response. She said, uh, indeed, go Texas. And this is me and my wife. We're plaintiffs and have an amicus brief in the Fulton case set for argument on Wednesday. Just wanted to share and thank you for what you are doing. Y'all, I was texting with Bryn Esplin. She and her wife this week, right? This week, our new Supreme Court will be hearing the foster care versus Catholic Charities uh, case, the Fulton case out of, out of Pennsylvania about LGBTQ people adopting or being rejected for adoptions. She and her wife had the same case in Fort Worth with a Catholic agency. And so they are one of the amicus briefs associated with that. And I was randomly assigned her to text. They both teach at Texas A&M University. Um, and I, so I told her, I said, I don't want to take up your day or time, but as a gay man born in Waco who went to Baylor and also does a bi-weekly show on LGBTQ news, we've talked about your case and are following it closely. It's an honor to text you. And I just want to say a huge thank you to both of you for your work, for your willingness to put your time and energy into fighting on behalf of all of us. This made my day. Hope the rest of yours is amazing. And she said, that makes my day. Please keep my number if you need anything. I'd be delighted for you to share. Feel free. Have a great day. Like a story from our show. And like I randomly texted this woman who she and her wife are fighting for LGBTQ parents who want to foster kids this week That's at the Supreme Court. I, I love like, that story, Emerson. I finished I and I was so like much. tearing up because, you, you know. Must you what? I just love it. I mean, there's those stories that, that, that those are the ones that get you at the heart, you know? I mean, that's, and I told you, no, 
Blake and I were talking about it. I said, you know, I, I was like, I've been texting because it's a thing that keeps me sane. It's a thing that I can do, right? That's been concrete. It's a way I can contribute. I've done it every day. I have a few hours free. And it's weirdly selfish because I finish that and think, well, I did something today that helps. And I really did finish yesterday and think, wow, like that was such a like validating response. Yeah. From that this woman I texted turned around and uplifted me. And she's like, from our community, and there she is in Texas, and she's doing What are the like, odds? I know. It's like, yeah, like that, there was, that's a sign. That's a sign if I ever saw one. It was just oh. the most glorious, like, uplifting thing. And it, and, and then the bad one, you know, when people are like, today some guy was like, fuck you commies. And I was like, okay, sir. Like, what is this 1950? I, I, I always have to fight the urge to be like, okay, Mr. McCarthy, calm down with your hearing. It's like, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was my like fun share. Like, you know, I love that share. I want to, you know what? I think the right response though is, could you please give me the uh, the proper definition of a communist? Because they, they, they don't fucking know. They don't know. They just assume or something. I mean, we're all communists. It's like, you know, it's our, like our redneck cousins. Yeah. He's a communist. So anyway, all right. Well, let's have a couple of stories, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, that on Sunday near Pittsburgh, uh, Trump supporters packed into a small room at what appeared to be another mask optional Trump pride event with Tiffany Trump and, uh, you know, the lesser Trump and former U.S. ambassador to, Germ uh, to Germany, Richard motherfucking Grinnell. Uh, OK, I did have one drink, so I'm just uh, the, the mouth is yeah. off we go. Uh, Grinnell. Um, seem to give Trump credit for moving Republicans towards LGBTQ equality, saying, in about the 2000s, we began to have a whole bunch of support. People would come to me and they would give me private support. And I started to ask people to move from private support to public support. That took a little more time, several years. You know, now he's just taking all the credit. Uh, and then suddenly Donald Trump came up on the scene and he blew the doors down. Woo! Because here's a man that from the 80s has been totally comfortable with gay men around him. Sounds like a big orgy to me. Uh, the location of the event was shared online and the LGBTQ protesters started shouting, okay, y'all, I died when I watched this, died. So during Tiffany Trump's speech, the crowd started chanting four more years and one protester ran to the stage and was pulled away by security shouting, fuck you, Richard Grinnell. I swear to God, I was not in Pittsburgh, just to be clear. As the protesters were, as this protester was taken out, all the other ones in unison started this chant. Just because you suck cock doesn't mean you're not a bigot. Just because you suck cock does not mean you're not a bigot. And then they were all kicked out. Oh my God, I love that chant so, so much. Here, I'll oh, show, y'all should be able to hear it. See if it'll play. Cause it was so good. Nope, nope. Never mind. you'll just have to imagine it. Well, let's just all say it together. Just because you suck cock does not mean you're not a bigot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
I think, you know what would be great? You know how they do those uh, rap songs and they put some music to it? Uh, yeah. You know, a remix? We, we, Let's get yeah. a remix of it? Uh, I, that would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> just so, because you suck cock doesn't mean you're not I'm a bigot. Not a just, bigot. Because just because you suck cock doesn't mean. All right. It's going to be on my new album. Um, <laughs> well, y'all, this is a a sillier show, a communicate show, but I'm going to do the commercial anyway because we work hard at this. Uh, if you have done, there's no candidates left to donate today. There are certain <laughs> lots of causes. Um, but if you enjoy the show, if you want to send us a tip, you can send us a tip on Venmo at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to BeardCollinsShoresProductions at gmail.com. No obligation, no expectation, but we are grateful. Shall we switch and talk about Halloween for a little bit? It's really an excuse yes. for myself. Um, uh, I want to show y'all in our like LGBTQ celebrities uh, category. Uh, let's see. We had some fun ones that showed up. So now this is Lil Nas X as Nicki Minaj from her original Super Bass video. Oh my I mean, God. That is fantastic. Literally perfect. And he was a barb, like a Nicki stan, like from the get-go. And it is a perfect recreation. That Liz is when you got money for a costume. Yes, you get a team and make it happen. Lizzo went as the fly, including her own green screen photo. Um, oh this on the, on the far right is Janelle Monet, who went for the fly in a much uh, more literal and freaky version. Yes, and of course, Janelle. Adam Rippon as a wet ass pussy. Oh my which God. Is just lovely and achieved. And um, Emerson and then, Collins? Yes. What about Emerson Collins? Well, I'm going to get to me. Don't okay. worry. Okay. Oh, we're building. We're building. We're up. building. In the yeah. like gay dads with money and kids category, we have Cheyenne Jackson and Jason Landau and their kids doing Wizard of Oz. And of course, Neil Patrick Harris and David Burtka, who year after year after year, their family uh, costumes are amazing and jaw dropping. Oh my God, I love it so much. Um, and then yes, okay, now, I did two different Halloween costumes because y'all, there's nowhere to go and nothing but time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave my house. So this is a very specific reference. There was an episode of The Real Housewives of New York where the women got drunk, hit on men, threw raviolis at each other at a restaurant in Newport, Rhode Island. And this man in the background of the shot, he was on screen for two seconds watching them. And it became one of the biggest meme moments of the year. So I did Mike, the martini guy from Real Housewives of New York. Um, oh, it's, it's perfect. I realize that's aggressively specific. Uh, but it was very, he saw it on Instagram. He was very sweet about it. It's very Bravo specific. And then my other, uh, my other in, let's see. Oh, here we go. Then my other wordplay for my usual costume, I would like you all to meet Carmen Miranda Priestley. Yes, those are my favorites. <laughs> so this is uh, Meryl Streep as Miranda Priestley in the Cerulean monologue. And then of course, Carmen Miranda's hat. Now, this is a question and I won't make anybody uh, watch it if this is too much, but I did make a lip sync mashup of the Cerulean monologue and, the, and a Carmen Miranda song that I could share with y'all if we feel like I should do that. Do much. it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> okay. Um, 
This, because I had never heard this Carmen Miranda song, and it's called the Tutti Fruity Hat. And the bridge of the song is, some people say I dress too gay, but every day I feel so gay. And when I'm gay, I dress that way. Is something wrong with that? And I died. I was like, how have I never heard this clip? So, oh wait, that won't work. Fuck. Um, just a second. It doesn't do any good if you can't hear the song. Um, and y'all, I sat at my house for like two hours. Nope. Uh, memorizing this lip sync while I was sending texts the other day because, hey, we've got time. I can't go anywhere. And thank you for indulging me. Hold on. I've done better. I've had better days with the technical. My apologies. Should I just go pick myself another drink? Yes, you can. Well, you've already seen it, so feel free. Okay, here we go. Go get your cocktail I, while I share this. I know, but it's so good. Uh, okay, I see. You think this has nothing to do with you. You go to your closet and you select, I don't know, that lumpy sweater, for instance, because you're trying to tell the world that you take yourself to care about what you put on your back, but can you hear it? What you do. That sweater is not just blue, it's not turquoise, it's not lapis, it's actually cerulean. I wonder why does everybody look at me and then begin to talk about the Christmas tree? I hope that means that everyone is glad to see the lady in the tutti-frutti hat. You're also blithely unaware of the fact that in 2002, Oscar de la Renta did a collection of cerulean gowns, and then I think it was Yves Saint Laurent, wasn't it, who... Showed cerulean military jackets. I think we need a jacket here. The gentlemen, they want to make me say CC, but I don't tell them that. I tell them yes, sirree. And maybe that is why they come for dates to me. The lady in the tutti frutti hat. And then cerulean quickly showed up in the collections of eight different designers. And then it uh, filtered down through the department stores and then trickled on down into some tragic casual corner where you no doubt fished it out of some clearance bin some people say i dress too gay but every day i feel so gay and when i'm gay i dress that way something wrong with that no however that blue represents millions of dollars and countless jobs and it's sort of comical how you think that you've made a choice that exempts you from the fashion industry when in fact you're wearing a sweater that was selected for you by the people in this room from a pile of stuff. A man <laughs> tell me that my heart is high because I will not take it off to kiss a guy. But if I ever start to take it off, I hide. I, I, I do that once for Johnny Smith and he is very happy with the lady and the tutti-frutti hat. That's all. Thank you for oh indulging me. Oh my God. Um, so yes, so I did that on Saturday for a Halloween night in. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic, Emerson. Did it, what did everybody else do? Did you have Halloween moments? Did you stay home? Did did kids try to trick or treat and you use like a six foot pole to pass out candy? Did y'all dress up or did you just sit on the couch and say, you know what, we'll try again next year? Because that's that was a lot. I didn't do anything. I did nothing. I get it. I traveled. I traveled. I traveled back on Halloween. Yeah. 
I mean, that I, was a I, lot. And I had, you know, I had, um, I had uh, an N95 on, and then I had another mask on, tied really tight, and then I had uh, a, the face shield. So it looked like I had a costume on. I think it will be a costume in about ten years. It will be like COVID mask traveling back when we had a pandemic. Yes, in every way. Um, I'm so sorry. We just got an email about that other thing that we're doing, and I, was I know, reading. I know, I saw it too. That's why I got a little distracted as well. Here, you can so, read that email while I do this story. Um, okay, now, but take me away. Well, you could just look over to the side. I know, but you should. Um, there we go. Because I can still hear you. Now, y'all, the log cabin Republicans, bless their hearts, put out a video featuring Melania saying that the Republican president protects diversity. In it, she says, I was shocked to discover that some of these powerful people have tried to paint my husband as anti-gay or against equality. Nothing could be further from the truth. She paints him as some shining example of equality, calling him an outsider who was the first president to enter the White House supporting gay marriage. Now, y'all, that is a favorite talking point of LGBTQ conservatives that we've talked about, but Trump spent many years openly opposing marriage equality and simply said he was fine with the Supreme Court verdict, one that may be in jeopardy with the new makeup of this court, because at the time, all he said was it's irrelevant because it's already settled. That it was not a glowing support. It was just a whatever, I don't really care. Uh, she also claimed that as leader of the Republican Party and president of the United States, Donald has been clear that gays and lesbians that have been treated as he always treated them equally. Now, the particular kinds of conservative gays love to say that kind of thing because then you just ignore that trans people exist and are a part of our community, which is back to that thing of like only worrying about your rights and not worrying about everybody else. And we don't do that around these parts. Uh, I'm, so here's one of my favorite things coming up is the idea that he loses the election tonight, this week, and then Melania still has to decorate the White House for Christmas this winter, even though they're leaving in January. Do you think, I, I just want to know, every, people that are watching, I just want to know how, we should do like bets on how long before she files for divorce. That's what I Ooh. That, that, you know, do you think it'll be a year after he leaves office, or do I would you, bet I'd, she waits till Baron's out of high school. You think, little Baron? Yeah. And yes, as uh, Jared said, as, and he picked Mike Pence. So, like, come on now, Emerson. I have no idea where we are in the the outline. What do you want me to read? It doesn't I've really matter. It don't really matter. Do you want to do that Uber Eats story about Simone Biles and Jonathan Van Ness? Oh, uh, the million dollar moms. Yeah. Is that that one? Okay. After, okay. Yes. I, I kind of like that story. So after Uber Eats booked Queer Eye star Jonathan Van Ness on a gymnastics theme ad campaign with Simone, uh, is it Bill? Bob, Bill, Biles. Bill? Biles. Uh, those one million moms who are, by the way, I just want to clarify, they're a hundred, I like to call them 103 Karens. Uh, and or, or 500 there that's on Facebook there are 103,000 Karens and then on Twitter they're only 523 so that mil they're, they're just far reaching with the million dollar I mean with the million um, million moms so anyway they said in a statement casting a cross-dresser in ads screams liberal agenda and turns off 
potential Uber Eats uh, customers. Shame on Uber Eats for attempting to brainwash viewers with an agenda instead of focusing on providing a helpful service, especially during a pandemic. Cause y'all, I don't want to cook. Um, instead of making audiences lose their appetite by glamorizing an LGBTQ lifestyle, Uber Eats should focus on what it does and remain neutral on controversial issues. For anyone curious or struggling with his or her sexual identity, watching someone prance around in the opposite sex clothing is just not the answer. An Uber Eats spokesperson replied in an email statement to Queerty, at Uber Eats, we were unapologetically committed to representing the flavor spectrum from tacos to talents. We like it spicy. Uh, JN, uh, JVN and Simone serve gymnastic prowess and ferocious self-confidence qualities millions of moms everywhere can and do support. So there you go. And y'all, like, this is the commercial they got so upset at. Like, it's so silly. Like, they're just being adorable. Tonight, I'll be eating cheesy cauliflower pizza with extra broccolini. My turn. Tonight, I'll be eating cheesy cauliflower pizza and yummy broccolini. Thanks. Thank you. Is that my leotard? No. <laughs> I mean, oh it's just like, I don't know it's how so you spend so much time getting up, uh, stuff about, upset about stuff like that. They're Bless. just ridiculous. Um, yes, Ken, Daniel Leva, who was uh, one of the American male gymnasts on the last Olympics team, uh, came out recently as well. Um, so lots of fun uh, gymnastics news randomly between the Olympics. Um, and this next one, we'll just get through this real quick, okay. but a new study from the Williams Institute seems to prove the longstanding assumption about queer Republicans. A large portion of them are unhappy with their sexual orientation and don't want to be a part of our community. Over a third of LGB Republicans say being LGBTQ is a personal shortcoming and almost half wish they were straight. The lead author mm. of this study, Ellen Meyer, uh, said, although they represent a small minority, some LGB people are affiliated as Republicans. However, it's striking to find how much they differ from sexual minority Democrats in terms of their connection with LGBT communities. Fewer LGB Republicans say they feel part of the community and view participating in the community as a positive thing. 41% say they'd rather be completely heterosexual. 38% think being gay or bisexual is a personal shortcoming. Now, y'all, I mean... Honestly, what I really read in that is like sadness and tragedy. It's a it little is. bit like it's so sad. self-loathing, um, believing the things they were told growing up about what their sexuality meant um, that makes them wish that it wasn't a part of them. And we joke about like being proud or pride and that's to counteract the shame so many of us are raised with. And it's sort of heartbreaking to see that that many of them probably believe those things because they are still stuck in that place that so many of us worked so hard to get out of. And that's the reason they believe the way they believe. And it, it goes back to that line that I wrote and you delivered so beautifully, where it's how do you embrace something that doesn't embrace you? And it just, it, you know, as you were saying, heartbreaking, I said, that breaks my heart. It really, really breaks my heart. Um, so 
you know, y'all come on over, come on over to the to the Democrats. We have more fun. You've got a family here, and we will embrace you, and we will we will virtually hug you until we can hug you in person and make you feel welcome and a part of a, a beautiful community because that's what we are. We are a beautiful community. And the liquor just hit me, so I'm, I'm oh, feeling really ready. warm and fuzzy, really warm and fuzzy right now. Jared said, a friend of mine calls log cabin Republicans, do you love me yet, daddy Republicans? They make me sad. Yeah, and on this day, you know, as we're looking at what we're looking at today in our divided country and the things that we want to do as a party, the agenda that we want to enact, if we can flip the Senate, um, joking and silliness aside, it is about like caring for each other and we want to be able to care for them too. They, they should be able to love themselves and love who they are and be welcome in our community and in our country. And all of us fight together for equal opportunity and treatment for everyone. Um, mm. And it is ultimately just sad. Uh, Emerson, can I tell you a, like a quick story? I, of course. It, it has to do with us. I, um, you know, in, in teaching, the last day I was, I was teaching, one of my students came up to me and um, she told me uh, she had written a really beautiful play. She was sort of top of the, the class and she had written this little, this play and it addressed her uh, being a lesbian. And, and, and anyway, um, I'd shown them Southern Baptist sissies in the class and she told me that um, she had been outed and she was very upset. She had been outed to her family the day before the final in my class. And she told me, she said, it would be so much harder to deal with this if it hadn't been for me being in this class and seeing uh, Southern Baptist sissies. So she's going through a journey right now. And I told her, I said, you know what? That's your family, yes. And I think give them time. As Leslie Jordan told me one time, you know, it took us a while. So let them have some time as well to process it. But know this. There is a beautiful family out there and we're part of it and I will always be your family and know that you are going to get so much love and we've been communicating and it's been kind of wonderful. And I just want you to know that your performance had such an impact on her in having to deal with what she had to deal with. I love that. I mean, it is why we do what we do, right? In our art, in our communities, and taking care of each other. And that's the point. You know, it's been so easy to, to, I always found evangelizing in the church growing up awkward and hard and weird to, you know, the idea that you could travel somewhere and tell somebody, I don't know anything about you, but this will make your life better. It's easy for me to do it in this campaign because I really believe that for all of our faults and foibles, that the policies we want to pursue are about making our country more equal for more people more often, mm -hmm. you know? Biden's not perfect. Harris isn't perfect. I'm not perfect. We're not perfect as a party. But the goals we want to achieve and when we win tonight, when we win tonight, this week, by January, it is, it is just as important that we keep showing up after that to hold these people that we are putting into these offices accountable for the things we want them to do. All of the anti-racist work we did this summer, all of the protests for Black Lives Matter, for trans people, you know, for poor people, for people who still need pandemic unemployment assistance, but that the Senate managed to confirm a Supreme Court justice, but can't get around to helping people close to losing their homes. We have to keep holding our officials feet to the fire after the election so that it, we, we do not go back to life as normal. We continue no. to fight that they enact the issues and the things that we want them to do. The vote is an important part, but it is only a small part 
of ensuring our representatives do what we want them to do on behalf of us and all of our communities. And I have to say that, you know, in, in, there's there've been so many, there've been so many things that have been so negative that have come out of this administration. But in that, there have been a lot of things that have made me, and I hope that some of you can relate to this, that have actually made me a more compassionate and a better person. I really feel that I see people and I, I, I listen more and I, I understand that we have so much further to go than I thought we did. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, y'all, and I'll keep talking about it as we go on the show. You know, all this time that we've devoted to campaigns and to candidates, that mean that time is available in our lives. And now that once the election is done, then we need to look to the leaders, the organizations, the nonprofits, the the issue leaders uh, that are doing the work on the issues we care about, and put that same energy and that same time towards the issues, towards our elected officials. I'm committing to you all now. I'm going to start focusing on organizations that I can support in small ways, that we can support together if you want to, uh, that work on these things at every level, local, community, city, county, state, all the way up to federal. Because um, it is, for the people who've been frustrated, for progressives who have been frustrated with these candidates, um, you know, the issues and the work that we do after this is more important than just winning the election. It doesn't matter that we won if we don't do the work to make sure the progress happens, policing reform, all of these things. Um, so y'all, we we're gonna keep doing this together. The work yeah. continues. Absolutely. And we will continue to do this show as long as we can. But um, yeah. and, and we um, so appreciate all of you who congregate with us. Oh, yeah, thank we've got you, some time. How, where is everybody? How's everybody doing? Have you been looking at the TV? Oh, Lord. Well, and who do y'all watch? Do you watch John King and his magic map? Do you watch Steve Kornacki and okay. his shirt sleeves? I'm watching CNN, and right now, this is what's scary. Florida, what the fuck? It says Florida, Biden, 49.5%, Trump, 49.5%. That's right now. I don't know how much. I can't I can't see far enough to see how much I, it's I, been you counted. Know what, I, you know what I wish they would do? They should reverse those numbers, and the percentage in should be bigger than the percentages because they do that stuff and it's like oh oh and you're like 17 percent report shut up don't do that don't i want to see how many you you keep talking i'm going to see if what the per, how many have been um reported i'm um, yes and y'all and oh, thank you for it's 81 percent it is oh. like it's not it's not light it is 81 percent has been counted yes Cat um, said, if we don't, we will see another Trump. Absolutely. And y'all, and something we have to really like be honest about, crazy. Uh, Democrats and liberals, um, people that are really strong progressives have had enough. And if the Democratic Party doesn't start paying attention to the progressive wing and the progressive voice, uh, the next elections are going to be scary on the Democrat side as well. We have to work on the issues that are important to the base of our party. Because the Republicans sure do. They don't worry about yeah, they sure do. extreme base and they all show up. So we got to have those ugly convos. We got to have those internal fight. Look, everybody's Ken got you. 81% Joe ahead by 3,000. Yeah, 3,000 votes. Do you realize how close that is? Florida, you kill me. You always kill me. 
Matt Florida. Hayes just arrived at my house. So we are gonna have a big old watch Drink, party here. Drinking and screaming fast. Is he there? Tell yeah. him to come say hi. Come, come say hi. Matt, come say hi on the show. Um yeah, MSNBC we're still going. 49.6 to 40 Florida. I do not understand. Hi, Matt. He's getting a lot of love from Chihuahuas. Florida is a concept. Miss TV Attic. I love John King. Hey, I I, 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 I want to know something. Did you uh did you do you know uh what's her, who who said that Miss the Attic? Um uh -huh. uh, do you know that that Dana Bash or Dana Bash is his ex? That is Wait, so I thought crazy. They were that, still. They, are they not no, married? Oh no, they're divorced. Oh. And they have a kid together, but they're on the air together all the time. It's so crazy. I didn't realize. Are oh, you Lord. looking it up? Yes, there's an article online that says, uh, why did John King and Dana Bash divorce from seven hours ago? Um, well, I knew, you know, I keep up. I keep up. I'm oh, part of the CNN family. Oh, Lord. They were, it was back in 2012. No, no, they've been divorced for a while. So they, they, well, they've worked together real well. Yeah, Just, they do. It's probably a little more congenial than like Kimberly Guilfoyle and Gavin Newsom's divorce. Oh, I think that's not a good one. That's that's probably a little more contentious. Somebody posted um, earlier that I didn't think about this. Kimberly Guilfoyle and Kamala Harris were in the San Francisco DA's office at the same time. Oh, my God. So someone just, by the way, uh, Emerson, I just want to, rumors, rumors, rumors. Someone said, who is that adorable boy that just said, hello, that's Matt. He is our associate. He is part of our uh, our team. And uh, there's there's nothing romantic with anybody here. We're just good friends. So anyway, about Kimberly and Kamala, can you imagine? So they were together? They both worked in the San Francisco DA's office at the same time and apparently did not get along. That is shocking. Just I don't think that Ki I don't think that Kimberly has probably gotten along with many people. Just after that that screaming speech she did at the uh, the tell Matt lots of Leanne Noble says hello to you. She, he said he he just brightened up Leanne. He was like hi Leanne. He was so excited. So uh, Jared, yeah, my well, sister just texted me. She got in a fight with my dad today. I'm gay, she's a lesbian, and my dad voted for Trump again. He loves us and we love him, but he keeps voting GOP, it sucks. Yeah, y'all, family is hard, and I believe strongly that if you have articulated what you can articulate and held them accountable, don't let anybody outside tell you about your relationships. I know some people have cut off family members. If that's what you need to do for your own mental health and well-being, good. If that's not something you can do for your mental health and well-being, fine. Don't let other people tell you how to deal with your family. Family's weird. It's hard, and if you are doing what you can out in the world, you know, you can't control who birthed you. Well, you know what was really great? When I was teaching, um, I had one day, I, I, I didn't say, wh who did you vote for? But I asked all of my students, I said, did you vote? I need to know that you voted. And every single one of these kids who are 20 to 21, yeah, they're like 20, 21 average age, they all had voted and they had all voted for Biden. and. All but two of them were from Republican families. All but there you two. Go. So that's amazing. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. We've got a long night ahead. Uh, thank you for spending some time with us, passing a little bit of this early part of it. Um, as always, thank you for tuning in. We're glad to be back at our regular time. If you want to send us a tip, you're welcome to. It's in the ticker below on Venmo at Emerson Collins or on PayPal. 
beardcollinshoresproductions at gmail.com. Y'all, if you can't watch it all, that's okay. If you do what you need to do to get through the night. Okay, and y'all, I know this has been messy and fun, but we have had a good time. And thank you for distracting me for a full hour. And I'm off to be obsessive uh, watching the news. So love you guys. I hope we have great news on on Friday. Friday. With reports on all the candidates we cared about. So be safe, stay hydrated, take care of your sanity.